BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Well, good morning out there. It's time for the early line right here on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 159. On the grid, it is a Wednesday, an action-packed Wednesday setup. I'm Donnie Wright, sat along with Joe Ranieri, who, I don't know what's going on down there, Joe. Maybe if we see a little bit of water floating up on that screen, we'll have to excuse your appearance today. Welcome in on a Wednesday. Good to be here. I can't uh, quite identify how long I'll be here, uh, given the fact that there's a hurricane outside my uh, my studio now. But hey, it's uh, it's always a pleasure, Don. It doesn't make a difference. Nothing's keeping me away, my man. There you go. Off and running. We are today. Let's have some fun. We'll start with the seven and seven here on Wednesday morning. And how about this one? Aaron Judge stuck on 60. It seems like Joe Ranieri, he's had 60 home runs since midway through July, but he's willing to take the walks. And that says something about his character, not just swinging for his heels, letting the game come to him. But my goodness, how many times are Yankee fans going to have to run to the TV saying, is this the time he hits 61, Joe? Well, five for 19, 12 walks, eight strikeouts in seven games since he hit the 60th. And how many frequent Mm -hmm. flyer miles do the Maris family have right now uh, following (laughs) him around the globe waiting for this uh, home run to happen? Every time he walks, they pan to the Maris family and the reactions are just priceless, Donnie. He'll get it soon enough, though. The Marriott Rewards card is certainly running up here to get those free one-night stays, Joe. Certainly coming to a town near you here. How about this one? Three balks in one inning in Major League Baseball from one player, Joe Ranieri, that I don't even think even had a balk in his Major League career. A balk from first base to second base, from second to third, from third to home, eventually getting tossed is Richard Blyer as well as Don Mattingly. Just an oddity last night. Don, you think, you know, you watch the sport long enough, you think you've seen everything, and then last night happens. And uh, we were watching it happen live, and it was funny because you don't watch with the sound, and you're going, are they arguing balls and strikes? But then you realize, why is Jeff McNeil from on first? Now he's at home. Like, what just happened here? Yeah, three balks from the same umpire to a guy that's had over 300 appearances in the pros and never been called for a balk. Unbelievable. 
three straight mm. wins. Ridiculous times there. But I got to tell you, I did have a team total in the Mets over four. So Ooh. that balk actually at least got me a push. So I was willing to see history last night because at least it didn't cost me any money. Hurricane Ian bearing down on the state of Florida, but also going to have ramifications all the way up the East Coast this weekend. Joe is in the eye of the storm down there. Give us a quick update here on what we're anticipating from Hurricane Ian down there in the panhandle. Yeah, you're going to have uh, a lot of changes. And my suggestion when it comes to college football, guys, is make sure you understand the who, what, where, and how. I mean, some games have been relocated right now. Uh, it is just now about to make uh, landfall on the west coast of Florida. It's going to go right through Orlando, right up the coast. So anybody along the eastern seaboard, uh, any of those games that are set to be prepared, keep an eye on them uh, because there could be some changes coming. Florida State, Wake Forest comes to mind. Yeah, we'll start talking about that a little bit later. Also, I believe already the Florida Gators did move their game against yes. Eastern Washington. So some of those things are already on the move here. St. Louis Cardinals seal the deal in the NL Central with a win over the Milwaukee Brewers. They are officially headed to the playoffs. Yes, they are. And uh, since January 30th, uh, July 30th, rather, uh, they have been absolutely phenomenal. 37 and 17, Donnie, since uh, in August and September. So they uh, they got hot. They're one of the more underrated teams, I think. Second best record in that time span behind the Dodgers. Not bad. They're going to be dangerous heading into the playoffs. Baseball heaven there in St. Louis as we welcome in the radio audience. Thank you for tuning in here. Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Network. Joe Aniri, Donnie Wright side here on a Wednesday morning on the early line. Continuing with our 7-in-7 seven seven topics. Lonzo Ball in pain. And by the way, starting to see all of these NBA, you know, little backdoor chatter here. Some information coming out. Let you know the season is closed. But this is not good news here for the Chicago Bulls, Joe. No, it's not because we saw what this team looks like, especially defensively without his services. But he's already screaming and yelling about the rehab and the pain and all that. I mean, this is now what the ninth uh, issue with his knees. I, it's just not a good situation. Looks like uh, going to be fading uh, the Bulls to start the season on a lot of spots here, Donnie. Yeah, whenever you're dealing with a second surgery, running and jumping with pain, I mean, these guys aren't, you know, walking around 45, 50-year-old guys. They're younger guys, so this might be one of those lingering injuries. And it's a shame because the Bulls at one time last year, the top yep. overall seed in basketball in the Eastern Conference, one to keep an eye on here. I'll tell you another one to keep an eye on here. If you're looking for the World Cup, offense is what you want to get going. That's not what's happening here with the U.S. men's national team as they had a draw against Saudi Arabia, 0-0. This is actually three straight matches, Joe, without a goal for team. USA oh no they're, they're working up to it they don't want to give away oh, too okay. much That's too true. soon That's Donnie so you understand like I, I, they don't want they don't want the firepower on full display you got to settle down a little till we get to the World Cup then you'll start seeing one nothing games I found that old Bill Belichick adage here. Hide it until the last minute here. I'll tell you what's not going to happen here. In the last minute, nobody's talking. How about this? Son's DeAndre Ayton. He hasn't spoken to Coach Monty Williams since his Game 7 benching. That sounds like a pretty good uh, rapport here entering into the season, Joe. Yeah, I love the answer. Hey, how do you feel? Uh, you know, you excited? You got paid? You're here? Is he, uh, he's like, I'm here, aren't I? Um, so, yeah, things are going swimmingly. And uh, don't at all be shocked. If he is moved by the time we get to January 1st, 2023 here.
Yeah, some teams to look at there. Obviously, with the uh, Brooklyn Nets had their media day. Oh, it's all good. No big deal. They interview the coach. They interview Kevin Durant and Nash and Durant. Hey, wait, wait, wait. We just had a little bit of fight here. We'll see how some of these teams certainly make out. But I got to tell you, Major League Baseball is coming right down the home stretch here. And there was a lot that happened last night, which we're going to preview next. So come on back with us. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back into the early line here on a Wednesday morning. Hour number one. It's Donnie Wrightside, Joe Ranieri breaking it down. Last night in Major League Baseball, certainly going to have an impact on the postseason. Let's get after it, Joe, here. How about this? The Rays inch closer to the Jays in the AL wildcard race. Why is that? The Rays beat the Guardians in 11 innings last night, 6-5. to five, And we had the Yankees call off the Blue Jays 5-2 to two up in Toronto. So if we take a look at those Major League Baseball wildcard standings in the AL, the Toronto Blue Jays have a game-and-a-half lead over the Tampa Bay Rays. And as I like to say, the moniker continues. We're not in horse racing season, for to say. Down the stretch they come. Question to you here. Last night on the diamond, Jays and Rays. Any chance you feel that the Rays could overtake the Blue Jays here and grab that top wild card position? Absolutely. I mean, I don't see any reason uh, why they can't. They were ahead of the Jays for much of this season, uh, and it wasn't until they had a, uh, a rough stretch here over the last month, Donnie, but they seem to have put it back together. I mean, listen, ultimately, you got to be in it to win it, right? So... Uh, a game and a half with a little over a week to go, not insurmountable at all. And pretty good feeling if you're Tampa knowing that you beat the Guardians who have already clinched the division. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see how it winds up. We've got about a week left in the Major League Baseball season. Also, on this topic here, in your opinion, if you're an American League Baseball team that's already made the playoffs that are not the Rays and the Blue Jays, which team would you rather play in this environment? Would you rather take on the Rays, scrappy bunch here, or the ultra-talented Toronto team that maybe doesn't come with that pitching and analytics that the Rays come with? I think Toronto is the team I would want to play, given the inconsistency that we yeah. have received all year from this. I mean, you know, we talk, oh, look at this lineup. These bat, these guys have gone MIA for long stretches, uh, Donnie. And the pitching staff, less than ideal, to uh, to say the least. So, uh, yeah, I think Toronto is is a coin flip. It really, really is, because which Toronto team shows up donnie if you can answer that you can probably make a lot of money in this playoffs exactly if springer and vladdy are going yard left and right that's certainly a tough team if they can get hot but it seems like nobody wants to play the rays and also if rays get that top wild card position a home game at the trop 
We'll see if the trap is still standing Maybe. after the storm that goes through there. Yeah. So we'll see what happens in the Tampa area. But a lot to certainly decipher there in the AL. If we flip it over to the NL East, yesterday on this same very show, Joe, I said to myself, you know what? Both the Braves and the Mets are going to sweep these lower teams and they're going to have a three-game series and we'll see what happens. Well, let alone the Braves handled their business yesterday with an 8-2 to victory over the Washington Nationals. Acuna homered twice in that game. And then there's the Mets, which I also said on this network, man, you could probably take them team total, run line, money line, parlay, peace. And the Marlins beat them 6-4 to up in New York. Even up as we go. Number one, Joe, who do you think wins this division? And number two, X going on with the Mets. Can't be losing to the Marlins, can you? No, no, you can't. They've done this a few times uh, now down the stretch. I mean, nobody had an easier schedule in the National League than uh, you thought the Mets because they'd all had that first, you know, that last series against Atlanta circled in the first week of October. And, uh, yeah, nobody had you losing to, oh, I don't know, the Marlins. I think we know who the first base umpire (laughs) bet on, though. I think I have a pretty good idea who he had money on. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. I might have had a little bit of connection here with that first base. Thank you, first base umpire. I love the yeah. ball. I agree with every ball call in that game last night. If we yeah. switch it over here to the AL East, the Yankees clinched the division. And I got to tell you what's interesting about this, because the Yankees and the Yankee fans, they're prepping for, you know, a World Series run making into the playoffs. It's nice. You have the champagne party in the clubhouse on the road. I get all that. But it was interesting where, you know, they interview Aaron Judge, and you can see that he's happy that they, you know, hey, we finally clinched. It's about the playoffs. It's about the team. My goodness, in the back of his head, he went, man, if I would hit two home runs tonight and we clinch, I'd be smoking cigars and probably would like the rest of the year off just to relax. So sort of that volatility in the locker room where that entire team and organization is willing him to get number 61, but it's still nice to celebrate an overall championship here as they head into the playoffs, though. Like, listen, settle down with the celebration. You should have had 108 wins already by this time. You should have clinched it a month ago, given the first half that you guys had. So, you know, keep the champagne on ice when you actually win something that matters right now. And this poor guy, Donnie, he's got people traveling with him. You know, he's got the Maris family. Like, he can't even take a game off, man. Like, he's just, there is no time to celebrate Go get your 61st, then maybe you can relax a little bit. But the job is far from over with the Yankees. Having said that, I'm still betting Toronto today. There you go. Right back at it. There's some money to be made. We will make money on it. By the way, also, the, the Maris family here, at least, you know, the sons, traveling around to wait for that fateful moment. Now, I don't know who to believe on social media because there are some reports there that the Maris family is flying around on their own dime to watch this happen. That can't be Joe Ranieri, can it? The Yankees aren't sitting there going like, hey, we're not going to fly you to these cities. You want to pay your own way, that's fine. We'll pick up a complimentary ticket for you once you get to the game. Are the, are the Yankees actually picking up this tab, or should they be? Well, Donnie, if it's one thing we have learned over the years, if it's on the Internet, it's got to be true. So especially Twitter. Yes, absolutely, because those people never lie. Uh, I would say this here, uh, Donnie, uh, absolutely Mm -hmm. not. The Yankee organization may be a lot of things. Uh, Cheap is not one of them. This isn't, uh, you know, this isn't the Marlins. This isn't Uh uh, the Orioles. No, no, no. This is the Yankees. They take care of their own, which is why Don Mattingly will be the new manager. I'm sorry. Did I say I got a little something in my throat there? Sorry. Wow. Sorry about that. Craig Mitch might have to break in with some uh, information on that for us here right on the network. Oh, he knows. Inside info here, huh? Ah, there you go. Jeter, so maybe a little just bit go of Jeter Mattingly. Jeter Mattingly. You saw the thirty for thirty, right? You saw the uh, the yep. big uh, the captain. Yeah, yep. one captain to another captain. Wants to be uh, in the front office. Wants to be in a dugout. 
Guess where Mattingly was last night? Oh, yeah. Dinner reservations. No more. That's why he got tossed. No more old-timers day. They could just actually rejoin up in the front office here coming up in I read it on the internet, Donnie. I read it on the I'm internet. A, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. You show me something <laughs> on the internet, I'm believing it 100%. I will run with that. That is a guarantee. Guaranteed. By the way, talking about running away, there was a chance last night for the Orioles to get even closer, Joe, yes. to making it into that wild card race here, but they lose 13-9 to to the Boston Red Sox. X had a chance here down early in that game, tied it up 8-8, eight to eight, but weren't able to hang on. Why is that? Because the Mariners, 5 nothing shutout at home against the Rangers, so a team that's wallowing here a little bit, and it's ripe for the taking, but sometimes these teams can't rise up. O's missed a chance last night to get a little bit closer. Yeah, you know what, though? The O's will never, ever, I will never have a bad thing to say about them. Um, They have made us so much money this year, Donnie. Mm, I have never in a million years seen a team be so undervalued for an entire season like they were. And if you would have told me, and I don't know about you, Donnie, but if I would have mentioned to you in April that, hey, Baltimore is going to be an 80-win team this year, what what would your reaction? uh, Yeah, right. How much do you want to bet? Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. exactly. So, I mean, it's all good in Baltimore. Seattle, you're a hot mess. You got to check yourself. Like, what What are you What are you doing? You had the easiest schedule towards the end of the year. There's no reason for you to be struggling and even allowing Baltimore into the conversation. It's amazing to me. Ah, the September swoon, though. That's what we do up here in the Northeast, particularly in the tri-state area just outside of Philadelphia. The Philadelphia Phillies on the road, the lowly Cubs. Marcus Stroman turns into Cy Young. Zach Wheeler actually picks very well, but the Phillies' bats go ice cold. They lose 2-1, to and by their lucky stars, they are lucky that the Brewers lost yesterday because that lead is still a game and a half. But, Mike, come on, Phillies. What are we doing here, Joe? I'm going to a decade of no playoff baseball. looks like it could extend because the Phillies can't win in September. uh... How shocked were you at that, Donnie? You're the Philly guy. You tell me how shocked. Okay, there you go. See, so it's like, you know, it's like the air you breathe, the sun comes up, the Phillies end up blowing games they shouldn't. It's, it's ridiculous here, as it turns out. And also, how about the Padres here solidifying their wild card position with a win yesterday against the Los yep. Angeles Dodgers, who have already clinched. That's a team playing really good baseball down the stretch. And sometimes that's all you need, Joe, when you get into the playoffs, a hot baseball team. I'm just hoping the Phillies have a red October here in the city. We'll see if it happens. A lot to be determined down the stretch. One week left in Major League Baseball. But, you know, we're going to flip over next to the gridiron here. We're going to check in some news and notes midweek around the NFL. So keep it right here on the early line on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
back at it here on the early line. Wednesday morning on the grid. Series sets them down 159. Joe Aniri and Donnie Wright side here. Talking a little bit of NFL odds and ends here as we look towards the weekend. And obviously the biggest news here, not really matchups per se, but the weather conditions that we might see. Because even if you say, Donnie and Joe, what are you talking about? Like, hurricanes coming through here midweek will be fine all the way through. Well, it's a matter of fact, if you're going to play games in the state of Florida, but also where the remnants end up, because this is going to go from Florida all the way up the East Coast. And Joe Ranieri, as looking at the forecast for most of these games, we don't know exactly what it's going to be, but rain in the forecast of a lot of them. Heavy, light, will it miss it? What time it's going to hit? So make sure when you're checking your bets out there, you're watching the weather forecast. But again, just give the people a little bit of an update here. We know Tampa is supposed to have one of the games of the week on Sunday night football. If you look at the weather conditions now for Sunday night, Joe, it looks beautiful. But tell the people why they possibly might be moving this game anyway. Uh, they're going to be moving, a, uh, I think, a couple of them. Listen, I don't know how long I'll be here, uh, Donnie, quite honestly, with the sounds <laughs> that are, uh, you know, uh, emulating outside of this uh, studio mm-hmm. right now. But uh, there is one thing I know. Tampa obviously evacuated earlier this week uh, from up there. They have been uh, practicing actually down here in Miami uh, given that the storm is going to be well past us in uh, in South Florida here over the next couple of days. So there is some rumors that with Miami having to play on a Thursday night uh, game against Cincinnati, that maybe just maybe, Donnie, the opportunity to, uh, to play the game maybe here as a neutral site. Uh, we had it a couple of years ago. Didn't we have it last year, I think, with New Orleans? Uh, we've had these games where neutral sites, uh, they had to play in Jacksonville, Green Bay. Remember Green yeah. Bay, I think it was, yep. in New Orleans, had Smashed. to play in Jacksonville because of the... Yeah. So it's not uncommon. Uh, they're still talking about New Orleans as well, from what I understand. But uh, Tampa is practicing here in South Florida. We'll see uh, what happens. But I, I just don't see any way this game gets played in Tampa on Sunday or in the foreseeable future, quite honestly. Now, looking at this game as, as a head, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but just from a betting perspective here, any hesitation on taking maybe the Buccaneers because they're uprooted from going to Tampa to Miami, then they're going to come back, yep. they're worried about their families, their houses. Meanwhile, Kansas City's still practicing as if, you know, just tell us where we're playing and we'll go down there. Any thoughts, mm-hmm. to you if you were betting Tampa Bay, so you know what, I'm going to take a pause to see how this actually works. Because also keep in mind, if the game does get moved, you no longer have home field advantage either. That's correct. And and it's all things you need to uh, consider. I mean, listen, I, I do think I do think that the public is going to be on Kansas City in this game. All right. For some of the reasons that you just uh, spoke mm-hmm. about. Um, yeah. So, it, you know, for once, Tom Brady won't be the public darling. I do believe Mahomes and them. They'll see him as a, you know, a short favorite and they'll be all over him. Uh, that concerns me. But, uh, you know, who else? Under those kinds of crazy conditions, the, you know, Tom Brady, he's already been dealing with distractions here at uh, on the home front. Mm. So an actual hurricane might actually break things up for him a little bit. He might actually play a little bit better. But it's really all going to come down to availability of who is he throwing to? Uh, what do they have available on the wide receiver market? Yeah. But uh, the yep. public will be on KC, which would have me looking at Tampa Bay in this one here a little bit harder than I normally would. 
Yeah, both of those teams certainly taking a loss in the previous week. So losing two in a row for those teams really doesn't happen all that much. We'll see who the victor is and where they play on Sunday night. Garrett, injuries made public. And if you guys weren't checking out the internet or some of the uh, you know sports grid stuff we had yesterday going on, it was pretty big news yep. yesterday. Car flips over, goes to the hospital, gets discharged, comes out, but we didn't hear anything. So I know when you say, okay, there's no injuries here that are life-threatening, which is great, but usually you hear the good news right away, like, hey, guys, I'm at home, everything's fine, I'm going to be playing, just a little bit shaken up from the crash. But they did show some yep. video where he was a little bit shaken up there, a little woozy, but also comes out to see a shoulder sprain and a bicep strain, as well as cuts yep. and bruises in the one-car crash. The Browns aren't ruling him out this weekend, but for me, I would probably be surprised if he plays this weekend here, Joe. How about you? I, I just don't understand how he fit in that car, Donnie. Did you see the size of I that saw car? The car. It, like a, yes. Like a Matchbox, matchbox. Porsche. There you go. So, yeah, like, dude, what are you? Like, how in the world does Miles Garrett even fit in that car? And then you're kind of thinking, like, so he gets in a crash. The car gets total. Like, what? did he just, like, rip the car, you know, off of him? Been like, you know, stupid car. Um, very scary stuff. Not going. And it's got to impact him. He's the best player on the defensive side of the ball. There is no way. Um, that this isn't going to affect him. I don't also see him playing maybe this week or week air. I know they're downplaying it, but Donnie, you saw that crash. I mean, yeah. you don't get uh, you don't get knocked around like a pinball inside a car accident there and be like, ah, let's play. Happened to Cam Newton years back. Remember that accident, uh, the rollover accident Cam True. had, and he yep. was beaten up from that. And I gotta believe he is as well. Yeah, scary times at that point. Because, again, you're not driving around like, what, a 1975 Buick Skylark that's like a tank. I mean, these things are made of basically paper mache. And you're right about that. How does he fit into that car at all? Certainly amazing there. But wearing seatbelts does save lives. It looks like it certainly saved a couple people yesterday or the day before in that crash here. We'll keep it moving. Injuries. Giants. Sterling Shepard, wide receiver, tears his ACL late in the game as the turf monster comes up to bite. And Shepard coming back from a terrible injury the year previous. Things aren't looking good for the Giants. If you're watching football games with the Giants, hoping for a high-octane offense, you're certainly not getting it. And this injury certainly doesn't help Daniel Jones and Brian Dable. No, it it doesn't. The turf uh, strikes again. I don't know how many times Uh uh, they've uh, they've got to see this and players go down. Uh, but it just seems to be like we, we've been here. We're here every year having this conversation about this field. But I will say this. Um, for those that hate Danny Dimes, that was not Danny Dimes' fault. I have never seen a guy under that much duress, Donnie. Um, he, the only, he did his best to try to keep the, uh, the Giants in that game there, but he got absolutely zero help from uh Galladay like what these guys get balls hitting them in the hands and and dropping no line protection my goodness I mean say what you want about Danny Dimes uh that was not his fault if you don't protect any quarterback you ain't got a shot uh and right now I hope that offensive line play gets better because not even Saquon Barkley is going to be able to help this team yeah, it's been poor for a while there. And also, they need a 30 for 30, Joe, on Kenny Galladay, who for me is like, hey, good young emerging wide receiver. Big money goes to the Giants. That'll really help them out. And he turns into a football player where they're actually contemplating, saying, well, if we cut him, we have to pay a $31 million dead cap hit. And the Giants there like, you, you know go. what? 
that might make a little bit of sense here, and we do that. So he's certainly from all angles not getting Kendarius a lot of help Tony too. from his offensive line. Head case, yeah. What fucking head case? I mean, come on, man. But you can't. But from the very first day, Joe Kadarius Tony, like, hey, why is he practicing today? He can't find shoes that thin. Like, oh That's boy, it. this there is what they go, told boy. you in Florida. Ultra talented, but some quirks certainly to his game, and that's one of Amazing. them here. But how about this, Tom Brady? If you watch Sunday afternoon, yelling and screaming at his wide receivers, don't you guys even know the plays out here at one point? Mm-hmm. Well, it looks like he's going to get some help this week. Julio Jones, yeah, it'd be nice if you yep. play some football here while some of these other guys are injured or suspended. Mike Evans coming back. So Tom Brady, it's been stressful enough in his environment and world over the past couple weeks to months here. Now at least he gets some comfort back with Mike Evans and Julio Jones, it looks like. Absolutely. But keep an eye on him because both of those guys, uh, you know, stop me if you've heard this before. Julio uh, Jones hurt. Oh, is he going to be questionable? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's rough. It's good to see Mike Evans back. I mean, Julio would be great, but they got to keep him healthy. Um, and if they keep him healthy, a couple of leaders, true leaders, too, on the field at that time. Uh, Tom Brady will look better. He will play better. I still question whether or not they have enough to get into a shootout with KC. But uh, maybe KC is no longer that team that can drop uh, 50 on a defense like Tampa. Yeah, apparently without Harrison Butker, they can't even move the football because the kicker is what mm. matters most there. Make some extra points, make some short kicks, you win football games. It's pretty simple on special teams. How about this one? Who rides for the Patriots in Lambeau? The reason we're asking this question, we don't know how long that Mac Jones is going to be out, but it's going to be at least weeks from what we're hearing, Joe. So Hoyer looks yep. like he's installed as the starter. Would you go Hoyer in this game or just let it be a rookie zappy on the road in Lambeau? I think it's a lose-lose situation any way you look at it here. But for your comfortability, if you were betting the New England Patriots, who do you want on the center, Joe? No, you want Hoyer without a doubt. And knowing, you know, Belichick is going to go with the, he. He has Hoyer on his team for yeah. a reason. Uh, there's a reason why Hoyer is there. He knows uh, even with all the changes now, he, he he's there's a comfort level there. I'm not saying you don't figure out ways and plays for Zappy to get involved in a game because I think then it becomes a a more difficult situation for defensive coordinators to prepare for. And I think Zappy has a very interesting set of skills that, yeah, I, I would think uh, trickeration is uh, on the way here for uh, the uh, New England Patriots with both quarterbacks. I think they should both play, figure out a way to make it work until you can get Mac Jones back. Yeah, if you're a Patriots fan, right, you're going in the Lambo. You're probably already expecting a loss. Just for your amusement on Sunday afternoon, I would like to see Zappy play. But if you're looking to say, I want to bet on the Patriots to see if they have a chance to hang around, that could be the good and even the worst of the worst here as you throw interceptions. You're just not used to taking snaps. And, hey, we're playing Gotta the run the ball. Field. This might be a little bit tougher here. Exactly. Gotta Keep the run. run. 14-10 yep. with Hoyer here. That's my final on that game. Nobody yep. scores here. Two are playing in the play Thursday night football, Joe. Your thoughts on that? Back injury, ankle injury, head injury? Oh, no, no, no head injury. Back injury. You know, when he hit his head on the ground there Ah. and then stood up and fell down, it it was the back. That was the problem. It's his head and his back hurts. Yeah, you can't say his head hurts now. Um, you, that, that ship is sailed. So stick with the back. Uh, It ain't a head issue, and it's a terrible spot for the Dolphins. Anytime I've ever hurt my back, I don't go around wobbly like jelly. I walk like Frankenstein if my back is hurt. I don't wobble. So something to take a look at here. The NFL guessing game up next. I'm going to quiz Joe Ranieri where these lines end up. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Cruising through hour number one right here on the early line series at channel 159 on the Sports Grid Network. It's Joe Ranieri, Donnie Wright, uh, talking some NFL action, one of my favorite segments of the week here. We like to predict where these lines will end up and get some news and notes out for some of these football games. Let's start right away. Thursday night football, 101-102 on the rotation. Tua Tagovailoa, anticipated to be under center for the Miami Dolphins, and as always, Joe Burrow for the Cincinnati Bengals. This line opened up at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe at a minus one-and-a-half price, and now we're seeing this line creep up to minus three-and-a-half with some juice at minus 120 in the favor of the Cincinnati Bengals. So my first question to you is, where does this line up? Are we looking at threes and a buyback, or are we going to head to fours and more before we hit kickoff? Yeah, listen, I, I think that it, the three and a half is an interesting number because it's almost as if the books are begging you to take Miami here. Like, yes. come on, take the yes. hook, take the hook. And I, that I just don't see it being the right side. That was a brutal game against the Bills uh, on Sunday. Uh, that was a very physical game. That was also an extremely emotional and draining game for all involved, including the Buffalo Bills. But And now it's a short week, and you got to go on the road where Cincinnati may have figured some things out finally, uh, although I have my doubts with them. But this three and a half, I, I don't see it going back to three. I don't see a big push on the Dolphins coming uh, prior to it. Everybody, including the public, Donnie, knows this is a terrible spot for uh, the Dolphins here. The Bengals played a JV team. So in the Jets, they're going to be ready to go here, and uh, they're starting to build up some confidence. I think it's a tough spot. I think this goes to four, Donnie, maybe even four and a half once the injury report comes out later. Uh, keep an eye on that. But still, it's no man's land. Three and a half, four and a half, it, it really doesn't make a difference. The Bengals are the right side here. Yeah, both of these teams picking up wins last week. Sort of season-saving win there for the Cincinnati Bengals on the road yep. against the New York Jets. Also some things to keep in mind as well. Displacement here for Miami Dolphins. Yes, they actually yep. left earlier than normal here to head up to yep. Cincinnati. So, again, practice time. Did they even get on the field? Probably not at this point, particularly to attack by low. But we'll see if he's under center. And certainly, as you're right, if we get some news. But here's my question to you also, Joe. How about this? Like, Teddy Bridgewater is as good as it gets as a backup in the NFL. How much of a move is it if Tua can't play and Teddy Bridgewater plays? Is that maybe an upgrade knowing that, hey, maybe Tua is still banged up, but if he plays, he's still not 100% where you might want Teddy Bridgewater in this situation? I don't know. Teddy Bridgewater looked 
as about as uninterested or clueless <laughs> as I have seen him having to come into that game. I think there is a reason why it went from a concussion protocol to his back hurts uh, at the half. And it was because I don't know how many snaps Bridgewater is getting in practice, but they there was a stark difference between uh, two in there and a comfort level and Bridgewater who looked like he hadn't taken a snap in 10 years, man. I, I worry about that. Uh, he didn't look, to me, body language and just what we saw around everyone, he didn't look comfortable in that spot, and that worries me. Yeah, talking about not looking comfortable here, Jameis Winston at offense, which racked up over 300 yards yeah. passing, but you got to find some pay dirt and be bad football teams, which they weren't able to do. 251-252 on the rotation. Tottenham Stadium, Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m. Eastern kickoff. That's yeah. the Minnesota Vikings and the New Orleans Saints. Joe Neary, this line opened up as a slight favorite here at FanDuel at a minus one towards the Minnesota Vikings. Now we're seeing it at minus two and a half. My question to you, mm -hmm. do we see threes, or are we going to have this under the three number here as a slight favorite here for the Vikings Sunday yeah I I do think it'll go to uh threes now the problem is people are going to struggle is this a prime time game Donnie uh because if it is I'm not betting Kirk Cousins uh it's that simple uh well it's, it's not really prime time it's actually not even prime time over there I think it's only about yeah. three o'clock in the afternoon so it's not even a prime time situation I um listen I don't know why Winston is playing uh, he is obviously less than 100%, maybe even less than 60%, to be completely honest with yeah. you. He can't throw. He's not mobile. Why do you have Andy Dalton on his team if you're not playing him? Um, I do think uh, there will be some more money coming in on uh, the, uh, the Minnesota Vikings to be able to handle business. Uh, they barely squeaked by last week, but again... I, they've got more than enough firepower to make uh, life miserable. Yeah. New Orleans can't score. Uh, let's face it. They can't score, and I don't know that they are going to uh, score an awful lot in this game either. If you like Minnesota, I would take it now because uh, it's going to hit three before we know it. It's wild with those weapons they have, too. A, a very good wide yeah. receiving core, at least on paper here. Alvin Kamara in the backfield. You just got to press yeah. the buttons from a quarterback position and score some points they haven't been doing here. I haven't bet very many international How bad did he games. look? How bad did Kamara look? I mean, How bad are the ribs? There, <laughs> yeah, what, I smashed it? My goodness. He did not look good at all, man, at all. So... Not necessarily the weapon I thought he might be. It may take him a little while, but that look, he looked a shell of what he normally looks like. I got to tell you, if I'm a running back and I have rib issues, the last thing I want to do is actually run it up the middle. Again. I'm I with you, ooh, man. Don't touch me, don't touch me. So maybe I have a Kamar yep. feeling a little bit better this weekend. We'll find out. Buffalo and Baltimore, one of the more fascinating games of the week. This line opened up here at a minus four price point here for the Buffalo Bills. We're now seeing threes at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Yep. The total, how about this one? 48 and a half up to 52 and a half. We'll see if some weather creeps in, but we're expecting points in this game. But Joe, talking over the break, maybe some news and nuggets here on the Bills and how teams fare post playing in South Beach. Yeah, fascinating uh, trend here, Donnie, where teams coming off a road game in Miami, get a load of this mm -hmm. number, guys 57, 79, and four against the number. That is 41% the following week. Miami mm. is the least profitable previous road city 
in the last 20 years, guys. So that is not great news, especially early in the season, Donnie, where you come out of the heat, the humidity, uh, the cramp. Like what you saw from Buffalo there is not great news regarding this trend, having now to go and play a Baltimore team, not to mention uh, are the six starters who did not play here in Miami on the defensive side of the ball, is that Oliver back? What are they doing with the second? Like, there is a ton of question marks defensively for the Buffalo Bills. But I got a trend that tells me Buffalo, 41%. Uh, that's not a very good trend here, having played Miami last week, going on the road this week. Yikes. Uh, Baltimore, I agree with the line move, and I think it's only going to get better. Yeah, that Buffalo defense needs Tredavious White back healthy and playing at an all-pro level as soon as possible. How about this one? 263-264, the New York Jets and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Could it be one of those last hurrahs for Mitchell Trubisky? According to head coach Mike Tomlin, what are you kidding me? He's playing great football. He's improving every single day. And also, TBD on the quarterback here for the Jets. We expect to be Zach Wilson. Question to you, Joe Ranieri. Line opened up at three and a half at the FanDuel Sportsbook. We still see three and a half at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Can we see a three or maybe a launch to four by Sunday's kickoff here? Okay, somebody please explain to me what the Steelers have done to warrant them being a three and a half point favorite over uh, St. Anthony's High School down here, much uh, less another professional's yeah. team. Like, guys, three and a half points for a team that can't score, can barely run. And listen, the Jets may not do a lot of things uh, well, but they've got a lot of youth. Uh, they're going to defend the run pretty darn well, which means they're going to make Mitchell Trubisky beat them if they're going to lose. And what? We trust Trubisky? To throw the ball? Oh, yeah, no, no. Three and a half points. I don't understand it, Donnie. I think it's uh, it's all out of whack there. And even though Wilson's is coming in and he's going to be a little rusty, it doesn't matter. It's going to be a rock fight. And getting the hook in a game like this between these two offenses? Yeah, I got no problem with, uh, with taking the Jets. And... I do think the Jets will be. So grab that hook while you can. I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's gonna go towards Pittsburgh, Donnie. I, I think it's gonna come towards the Jets. So if that hook is available, grab it if you're looking to back them. IMG Academy probably has some better quarterbacking options Thank than that you. football game up in Pittsburgh this weekend. So yes. we'll see how that turns out. Cleveland and Atlanta, interesting line here, Joe. Opened up at a minus three-point price point here for the Cleveland Browns. We're now seeing one and a half at the FanDuel Sportsbook. The one thing i got to say about Atlanta, they might not beat you, but they're going to stick around the entire game and fight you. And how about this total? A quick opening number at 42 and a half immediately shot up to 49 and a half where we sit now. Keep in mind, it is a dome game. Not going to have any worries about any rain coming into the forecast. That's a short price here for the Cleveland Browns. Where does that one end up? Yeah, uh, it is. Uh, it, the total was the most fascinating uh, thing to me with that as well. And I think a lot of that has mm -hmm. to do uh, with the news, of course, uh, coming out with no Miles Garrett, no pressure. Mm -hmm. uh, we've yeah. got uh, Atlanta and Mariota. It's the second coming here. Arthur Smith's done an amazing job. <laughs> they, he's got some weapons, uh, Donnie. That is a fun offense to watch. Uh, the defense is young. It's energetic. They're flying all over the place. But, but we know. Uh, Jacoby Brissett has shown us a little something here over the last uh, couple of weeks. Uh, they're going to be able to run the ball, and they're going to be able to run it with some success. So I understand the total. I agree with it. 
uh, the side. I think uh, either way, Donnie, no matter who you like in this game, you're going money line with it anyway. Yeah, it'll be fun to watch it play out here. Maybe some of these running backs. Cordell Patterson also going over 100 yards. Who would have thought that that guy would turn into a legitimate running back in the NFL? But seemingly, he is certainly doing some damage. A questionable line here. 425 Eastern kickoff here. 273-274 raises a little bit of eyebrows. The Denver Broncos go on the road to take on the Vegas Raiders, who haven't won a football game. And if this line screams Raiders... Minus one and a half opening line at the FanDuel Sportsbook, Joe. Minus two and a half now as a favorite for the Raiders at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Disrespect for Denver, but this just goes to show us that maybe Denver isn't yet figuring out with Russell Wilson. And you agree with this line movement. Do we see a three in Vegas this weekend? Yeah. I, uh, not what Josh McDaniels, I think, uh, envisioned no. here to start the uh, season. Russell Wilson, that last drive... In that game against 49 Sunday night, where is that been? Like, here, here's a hint, Hackett, you ready? Whatever that was, draw more of that up because that's vintage Russell Wilson. That is what has made Russell Wilson one of the most dangerous quarterbacks in the league. If you give us more of that, I think this line, and if people buy into it, I think it's going to go more towards uh, Denver. But it is a must-win spot, Donnie. You know those must-win spots, yeah. and you know the public. Yep. A team has to win, so they bet them. Uh, doesn't necessarily mean, well, I know it, it doesn't mean they're going to win, but I do think uh, that uh, the public love could force this thing a little higher, but I do think eventually it'll get back, uh, it'll be bet back down before kickoff. Incredible. I saw all those memes across Twitter yesterday with Devontae Adams going like, come on, man. Like, send yeah. me back to Green Bay. I didn't sign up for this. Actually, you did. You signed up for that big paycheck. You thought you had it a little bit better than you had it in Green Bay. Maybe not the case here, as you might just be playing meaningless football in yep. October. That would be incredible yep. if that happens to the Raiders here. Quickly, 275, 276. Hoyer and Rodgers. That's the Patriots and the Packers here. Not Mac Jones that's going to be under center in Lambeau. This line opened up at 6.5, quickly shot to 11.5 at the FanDuel Sportsbook. But now back to 10. Do we see it stay double digits here this weekend in Lambeau, Joe? Uh, absolutely. The total is interesting, too. It's now, what, 40 and a half. It was 41 and a half. Now it's 40 and a half. Will we get under 40? We could very well in what is going to be the ultimate rock fight in that game. There you go. Calling Aaron Judge's shot coming up in the next short segment before we hit the top of the hour. Babe Ruth called his shot. Yeah, Joe and Donnie, we're going to call the shot for Aaron Judge. Come on back and find out when he hits number 61. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. 
Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. segment here before we hit the top of the hour on the early line on a Wednesday morning Sirius XM channel 159 Sports Grid Network. It's Joe and Donnie here having some fun. Babe Ruth, you see that grainy footage, Joe Ranieri, where he pointed to center field against the Chicago Cubs going I'm going to go yard. We're going to do the same for Aaron Judge at this point. No home runs in the past few games here. Everybody waiting to see when he's going to launch 61. I'll let you go first, Joe Ranieri. There's a game tonight against Toronto in Toronto with White is going to be on the mound. The Yankees return home against the Baltimore Orioles for a three-game set and then go on the road for a four-game set to close out the season against the Rangers. My question to you, Aaron Judge's number 61, call your shot. When's it coming? All right, this is very simple uh, to me because a uh, a little flair for the uh, dramatic here. Uh, October 5th, 405 start. Whoa! Uh, at Texas, uh, and that Whoa. will be it against uh, Mr. Otto, who's going to try to groove a fastball by him, and he is finally going to hit number 61, uh, causing uh, the Maris family to rack up uh, more Marriott points and frequent flyer miles than you can imagine here. So no point in leaving it. Uh, don't want to get it out of the way. Take it right to the end there. October 5th is my shot, John. A little piece of me actually would love to see it come down to October 5th and then repeatedly being intentionally walked in that baseball game for the Rangers saying, not in our house, pal, not in our house. But I'm actually going to go in the Yankees' own house on Saturday, October 1st. Lyles will be on the mound, the right-handed pitcher, and Aaron Judge has absolutely feasted on right-handed pitching. A nice Saturday matinee in the Bronx, but maybe – We might get some rainy conditions there as well heading this weekend. So one to keep an eye on here on the march to number 61. We should be able to have some fun watching it play out here. So you're going the October 5th game, the last game of the season. All eyes centered on that game, a 4.05 start Eastern. That will be tremendous theater. Maybe not so much for the Judge family here as they're traveling Mm -hmm. around to watch him along with the Maris family. We'll see what happens in that instance here. But we've got an action-packed hour number two coming up, including... Contenders or pretenders? Heisman. Who's going to win the college football national championship? Let's find out next. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.